0: It I got so big.
1: Uh, it got too big, man. You couldn't even see it anymore. That's what she said. <laughs> Morning. Welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. Is that loud? <clears throat> I'm Hagen. It's uh, oh, not quiet.
2: I'm Dave. I'm deaf.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jackson. I guess this week's bit opening bit is that uh, Hagen yelled, and I I purposely had my uh, headphones down so th- it really didn't bug me i wasn't given advance notice so i, I don't know why yeah, I
1: sorry I, p- I don't put that I don't, I don't tell jackson to put my hey, opening put in the in notes the note? yeah. yeah
3: well i don't typically put my opening in the notes either or the notes that i send you guys
1: oh there we go yeah, 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 you got special notes. He's got special ones. I do.
3: I don't want. For some reason, I never send y'all. Like at the bottom, I have what I'm listening to, and for some reason, I don't want you guys to see that. Like it's some big secret. But I, I don't think any of us really cares what the other ones listening to. I've it's noticed. nice
2: to. It's nice to be surprised.
3: Yeah,
1: I guess. Yeah, I like surprises. Yeah,
2: we're not a very surprising bunch of people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty predictable, in fact. Yeah, very, pretty predictable. very predictable. Pretty predictable.
2: Every Monday. Like, Jackson's tired, Adam's wearing shorts, Hagan it's, it's hot as me. shit outside. If you're not wearing
0: shorts, I don't know what's wrong with you.
3: I had to drive a car where I had to pay attention the whole way here, so <laughs> I was very awake the whole time. It sucked. I'm, like, yeah, wide how, awake.
0: How are you going to get home, though?
3: Fucking, I have to pay attention. Or, yeah, well, I guess I won't make jokes like that anymore. I
2: mean, you don't have to pay attention.
3: Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna go right over yeah. into that
1: lake. I would say the majority of drivers aren't paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very
0: true. You would statement. fit right in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: You've got this, man.
3: Okay. Cool. I I feel confident in my ability <laughs> to just off myself after this. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys expect? what what, what were you guys talking we about? We weren't gonna say that. Well, we were all feeling yeah. it. I know we're all feeling it.
2: Do you wanna start with Dave's death corner? <laughs>
3: Holy Might fucking as well. shit. No. Look, this episode is not going to be a bright spot in the in our uh, catalog of episodes. But if you stick around long enough, I will talk about Kanye West.
1: Is that a selling point? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> was yeah. that
2: a was that a Especially cuz in the notes it just says I don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Spoilers.
3: I mean, but there's still a lot of funny there's, shit yeah, that there's is a lot happening of funny with shit. him. So, yeah. No, let's not start with Dave's death, alright? Right. So uh, we're talking about, uh, as you might expect, uh, all the news we missed that uh, we joked about in our last episode and that we missed when we recorded two episodes back-to-back one day. So we're here to catch ourselves up. A lot has happened. Uh, do you guys have any news you want to talk about that is not on my list before I just barrel through?
1: My birthday's this week. That's pretty cool. It's birthday week. It's birthday week. It's birthday week is the day after this gets released mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so
3: happy birthday again. yeah
1: i mean i'll I, I really am only mentioning it because this episode is so depressing so <laughs> <You gotta laughs> it's have something to be happy
2: whiskey i just spill it every time i pour. did spill all you, the whiskey last time
1: you have a so. napkin this time though
2: i did that for me i'm like a fucking child it's a good idea let's see if you can do it
3: It must be nice to have a host when you guys walk in and you know you're going to have beer or whiskey, all the stuff you like. And I never get offered like a coffee or a tea or anything. I brought this. What? Did Uh, you? Yeah. Oh. Hagen (laughs) brought it in the room. Yeah, Hagen brought it in the room. How could we
1: (laughs) know that? I brought Uh, this.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, your fancy
3: uh, water bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Self-driving water bottle.
1: Self-driving water bottle. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) <laughs> oh golden oh my god all yeah right. man yeah man uh birthdays this week i'm fucking tired i took the weekend off from gigs and everything i had to turn dave down for a gig for
2: playing at my church
3: <laughs> you turn wait i
1: thought you played a weekend. bunch of no, this next no 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 this past weekend i'm very tired yeah, yeah I, was I, confused. I was that makes more sense i was in bed like all day today it was pretty uh, it was pretty great it's pretty great
3: to hegan to heen we all just did shots of whiskey all of us are fucked up including jackson it definitely tasted so the theme of this week is obviously updates on tours and you know uh just the world in general so the first one that i'll start with uh first news item is that new york city is going to start requiring, I believe it's September 14th is the first day, uh, but they're set to require vaccination status, or you have to be vaccinated for most event, events, including concerts and Broadway. And Hagen got me a Topo Chico. Oh, shit. I was about to call him out that, like, I can't open this. But uh, I'm that matters. Dave is opening it for me because I am a beta And uh, I wear that proudly. Thank you very much. Thank you. I assume this Topo Chico was sitting in a fridge to be mixed with alcohol at some point.
1: Uh, Either that or for whenever uh, people are over here late at night and they're like, I don't want alcohol. Do you have a Topo Chico? Nice. That's me. AKA my wife.
3: (laughs) All right. So New York City is setting uh, the standard of big cities that I, I think this will be more common uh to come is that uh you have to be vaccinated there are multiple ways that you can prove a vaccination card they have an app as well and if you're not vaccinated you can't come into events and i I think they're doing this for a ton of uh, different things it's called like the key to the city is the program but specifically we're talking about concerts and broadway
0: yeah i'm curious how they're getting all these like private businesses to agree. I know the obvious ones like Madison square garden gets a lot of like city funding and help and stuff. So they obviously can have input on that. But you know, I wonder if like the little like hole in the wall dive bar place that also yeah. has a stage is going to participate in this or not. Well, I it would be in their best I hope interest so. Yeah, I hope because if they
2: don't, the you know, maybe, maybe mayor, is it mayor de Blasio? Mm-hmm. Maybe he said something like to the small businesses, if you do not participate in this, you're likely to get shut down.
3: Yeah. And there, yeah, there might be an backlash or whatever fines or something like that Yeah, because the
2: numbers are going up yeah but then he also he also said that there's a hundred dollar incentive for people to get vaccine or vaccines yeah it's good like i'm not i'm not going to be one of those people that's like where's my hundred dollars i got vaccinated i yeah i do worry that next
0: time they we have to have people get vaccinated for something we're gonna have like even less people get vaccinated because they're all like i'm gonna hold out for the thousand (laughs) dollar like bonus or whatever
3: i want my airpods yeah essentially
0: saying (laughs) my
2: life is worth putting on the line is for worth a hundred dollars hundred dollars yeah. and if you're willing to not get vaccinated
0: there, there's a lot of stupid people who are going to do that that's what so, i was going to say yeah.
3: you know we'll see i haven't read all that there. Are, there's tons of articles about this because it's like one of the first cities in the u.s to do this like scale of this and i haven't read all the articles about it but i'm curious how they're going to handle people who are immunocompromised who can't get vaccinated and. You know, I I do think that's one of the things. Like, I I mean, we're all pretty heated about this. uh, People not getting vaccinated, but you know, it's good to keep in mind that there are people who cannot, and like, that's why we should get vaccinated. But it sucks. Imagine being that person, and it's like, oh, I can't go see the Foo Fighters now because I, because even if you genetically,
0: even if you could, I don't think you probably want to go right now. Yeah, of course, because you're. Presumably immunocompromised anyway, but like eventually, that's going to have to be a thing that we
3: have to figure out, and that doesn't seem like these plan these plans really have an
0: option for that. Yeah, because
3: at this rate, this is going to go on for at least two more years, you know, if not more. Or if there's always going to be some type of you know upper respiratory uh, illness, it doesn't seem fair to just uh, completely shut those people out.
2: But a lot of venues that are doing that, I'm sure this is the case in New York. You can provide a negative test that's true within 42 hours or something like that yeah that's true yeah that's another option that's another option and as these like in a couple of months in new york hopefully if it goes well then the immunocompromised will feel safer as long as they get a test and they're in that crowd
3: yeah that makes sense um another one we're gonna go straight from uh the liberal safe haven of new york city and we're gonna go all the way to the dregs of society louisiana um, I don't know if that's fair. Well, I meant Christ. it. So <laughs> <laughs> have you been to Alabama? Well, they are just about the same. It, like mm. Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana. Uh just about I there. About I I'm just gonna get canceled this uh
1: sorry. you're gonna get canceled by the Bible Belt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean oh, there's shit. there's worse
3: <laughs> things to be canceled by, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll wait till they hear what I'm listening to. So the New Orleans, this just happened last night, I think, is yeah. what happened. Uh, New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Fest has been canceled due to COVID-19 concerns. I came to Denton on Friday, and I w- drove up with my partner, and we were just sitting there talking, didn't have music on. We were just having a conversation. And What's that like? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's not happening right now. Uh, but I just basically, I, we're, she pulled up the... Um, I think it was like New York Times figuring out like, oh, here's all the statistics for how each state is uh, vaccinated. On top of that, here are the COVID cases. And it was just basically Louisiana was like one of the lowest uh, vaccinated. So uh, when I saw this, I wasn't shocked at all. And for people who don't know, I didn't know this about this uh, Jazz and Heritage Festival. I mean, it has people like the Rolling Stones were supposed to play in 2019, but they had to cancel because Mick Jagger had a a, a surgery. Uh, I think it was open heart surgery. It was a pretty big deal, actually. And then Foo Fighters have played. Uh, I think Lizzo maybe yeah. played yeah, once, it's, but it's, it's, like, a it's, a, it's a big festival. thing. Yeah. yeah. So to hear that, yeah, that's, I mean, it sucks for these. Fe- I don't know what it's like to be a festival organi- organizer right now. Um, just imagine, like, you see those. I think it was in the fire festival where they talk about like, you know, the way those people their job works is they work nonstop. Yeah. For the these one this one weekend or these two weekends, and then as soon as that second weekend's done, they're working on next year. Yep. Yeah. So imagine what that would be like, and apparently that's super stressful. It's like basically making a small city, a small community, just pop up, trash, food, water, waste, all that. And then imagine doing this two years in a row now, and then it just going away. That's got to feel like shit. Yeah. That's got to
2: suck. When on the other hand, just like we t- we talked about last year, this time last year, Sturgis is happening again now. Yeah. The, and they're like... Well,
0: I mean, how many people did they kill last year? It wasn't that many. It actually wasn't that many. They're, they're trying to double their, uh, their goal. Cases you know. were insane. Cases were insane. But, cases were absolutely insane yeah. from it.
2: I saw this news article about it. it was like an interview with a bunch of people from Sturgis that were there for the festival and it's like what do you think of COVID and they're like oh we're, we don't care we're was done. this
3: the all gas no breaks interview?
2: no not Man. that I haven't seen that one yet
1: it is a banger yeah. whatever you saw <laughs> this is better I promise also he did like a vice interview the day that he was filming that one so vice got like all the behind the scenes of him yep. getting all those clips it's fucking great but
2: one of the things that was brought up was the the person who runs the town was saying, you know, when when these festivals get shut down <clears throat> in a smaller place, I don't know about uh, New Orleans or Louisiana, but uh, at Sturgis. I guess it's a small town or yeah. smaller town. So right. if the That's festival like gets canceled the thing they have. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's kind of sustains the town. There's so much revenue and money to be made.
3: I could only imagine what would happen if in Roswell they just took away the UFO museum. Maybe that's
2: similar. You, but
1: but do you know what doesn't sustain a town? <laughs> <laughs> not <Maybe>. a population. <laughs> not having a population I won't, I know. Su- won't sustain your town. So yep. it's like,
0: what? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not thinking about that
2: obviously yeah i just think it's,
0: right cause
1: it's know, all fake
2: yeah more speaking to the promoters and the people that have to do this for a career it's like they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place in some cases well yeah I, well I, and if they if you've have been to be a, the ones to pull the trigger on whether you, or not it's canceled right
0: if you've been like an event organizer this past like now year and a half at least like two year period of your entire career you're making no money basically right so like i understand that's like hard to do and obviously at that point you got to like decide well we got to try to do something even if it's Maybe not the best option, but like this, you know, this festival being canceled is like, that's a big deal because that's two years in a row. And maybe they'll have it next year. Maybe they won't be able to because they've spent all this money on these past two years where they have to take a break anyway and figure out like financing. Yeah. Which might be a big thing for some festivals too.
3: We're seeing that obviously on uh, smaller scales, but. Yeah, you have to wonder what that would, like, uh, what was it, Margin Walker? Is that the, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a, kind of a, a Texas local, they're based in Austin, I think. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say that they were small, but they weren't large, kind of that mid-tier talent agency that, like, booked a ton of stuff in uh, Texas, Austin, Houston, all of the big cities, and it, it went under. So, like, everything below that obviously at risk but now we're starting to see the like the canary in the coal mine for like bigger festivals uh uh, i mean like i wouldn't i'm not gonna bat an eye if coachella goes under because something will come in and take its spot but it, it is one of those things where for the people who enjoy these things it sucks because you know studies show having culture and I, I just realized I associated Coachella and culture together and I apologize for that. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, communities that have culture, like if you go into a lower income community and um, start adding uh, murals and stuff like that, it has shown that it helps with quality of life. It turns out if you make a place that feels shitty, not feel as shitty, it makes people happier. So that that's what I would be more concerned about is like, if we completely lose all music and, I'm realizing this sounds super dramatic, but uh, losing all these music well, festivals, yeah, it's, it, it's, that it's, some people only would go to one show a year and it'd be yeah. like, I'm going to Coachella. And it's
0: entirely possible we're going to lose entire festivals that yeah. have been like fixtures. They'll be replaced by something else eventually, but it might be a while before that happens.
3: Yeah. You guys want to talk about the, the biggest, most badass festival happening this summer? It started right here in good old Dallas. I think technically Arlington, Texas. Uh, the Hell Omega Tour, <laughs> brow, brow, brow. <laughs> wrestle with Jimmy. <laughs> um, Something man, TikTok is bubbling inside my lungs. Wrestle with Jimmy. <laughs> TikTok has been popping with Hella Mega Tour memes. It's so funny. Like they, these, like bros. Like it looked like five dudes who just went to uh, Hella Mega Tour together during that song, the sweater song by Weezer. They just sang wrestle with jimmy the whole time So, wrestle with jimmy wrestle with it was so funny and they were close enough that if like they weren't wearing in-ears like i five dudes yelling that like they could have heard that it's so funny but why we're talking about it so this is a massive festival with uh weezer fallout boy and uh green day and there's like a ska band but who cares about ska um I think you do. No, not really. Okay. I just made a meme. That's it. <laughs> so, um that's that was announced in like 2019, something like that. Summer 2019 they announced it for summer 2020 and all these bands released like it is pretty like this coordinated effort. Yeah. Hello Mega Tour like I wasn't a fan of what was being released, but like this whole idea that all these three bands, the major bands were releasing an album to tease this tour that was a year from when they announced it. I was like, this is kind of amazing that they're doing this, that all three of these bands signed on for it. And then of course, you know, 2020 happens and it gets postponed another year. I was like, well, that sucks. That whole, all that coordination gone. Uh, Weezer's released two albums instead of just one. Um, But it happened. It started, I think two, three weeks ago in Arlington was the first date. Um, And, you know lo and behold like a week into the tour fallout boy had to drop out for two dates i thought this was going to be a thing where it's like oh they say two dates now but the whole like fallout boy's out like they're gone but they're back and so and i'm glad to hear that that good for them but personally should this be happening i probably don't think so but that's just my personal opinion on it i think
2: they're doing it cool though i have this statement it said out of an abundance of caution fallout boy will not perform at the new york and boston shows and the hell Omega tour blah 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 uh, one of the band's team tested positive for COVID. they didn't say who it was but one of the things they said was each band and their crew have been operating uh in a bubble independently to safeguard everyone as much as possible at each show and in between shows and the tour also has a COVID safety protocol officer on staff full time.
0: Yeah. So that's I mean, cool. It's all, like if one all band drops out, they don't have to shut yeah, the whole tour down. It sounds like they're doing things right and they're being smart about it. Things like that are going to happen with a certain band or their crew and you just have to have to deal with it if you're going to yeah. keep doing those shows. So, so
3: we'll, we'll compare this to another band in a moment, but... I, of course, I was curious to see when they posted that. That was posted. At Hell Megator Megatour has its own Instagram. So I went to it and read the comments. People were pissed. People were just saying, like, cancel the tour. Or I should have an option to get my money back. I wanted to see Fallout Boy, that kind of stuff. And to be honest, I mean, that
1: that should happen. That
3: the should ticket happen. prices Absolutely. were yeah. very high. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but uh, Re- no, Re- even Revers- if they were
0: cheap, that's a thing they should be doing. Just as a way to, like, guarantee they can sell more tickets. Yep. So if they... If you want to go see them, you know, you want to go see a specific band on that tour, you're more likely to buy a ticket if you know you can get a refund if they're not going to be there,
2: right? Which is a weird oversight.
0: Yeah, I think why they didn't do that, I think it's it's because they didn't make money last year, right? So
3: I think there should be, you know, and this is just a cost that I feel like, especially big bands like this, should have to incur is that kind of like, hey, if you're going to go out on this massive tour, you guys have to bite the bullet that there needs to be an option for some people to just like get their money back if a situation like this happens because you know if you look at this tour the three main bands um i think the ska band is the replacements or no that sounds like a punk band i don't know it doesn't matter um but it feels like when i look at those three main bands green day and weezer makes sense like they were big at the same time not that fallout boy sonically is different but what i think fallout boy is is them saying like, you would fit on a bill with us and Fall Out Boy might bring in the younger crowd. So then you'll have the younger crowd and they'll be like, well, I'm here. I'm going to go see, I'm going to stay for Weezer and I'm going to blah, 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 or stay for Green Day. So I think that's what they they would be doing. So imagine being a teen and you wanted to go see Fall Out Boy, one of your favorite bands. And then they drop off and you're like, well, I, I don't want to go out uh, to the show if my favorite band's not going to be there.
0: Yeah, right. I don't want to see this old band. You know, Green Day, who are they? Yeah, But the way they <laughs> fixed it was that Rivers
2: played some Fall Out Boy songs.
3: Did they actually yeah, do that? I thought yeah, that was he, a pretty good
2: Yeah, he a did, uh, thing. what's that, Sugar We're Going Down? Yeah, he, it's he, he called he Sugar it. We're
3: down, Going Down. Oh my
2: God. <laughs> so he did it uh, at both shows that they weren't there. I think he opened the night with it or something. Just okay. solo and made I the mean, audience nice. sing. Yeah. yeah, it was nice. His mullet He's is gnarly. He's making the most of it.
3: So, I mean, I I don't know how you handle that. I think that, I mean, we discussed this a bit before we started recording that, like, we don't think that the world is actually going to go back into, like, a full lockdown. But, like, do we think tours are going to kind of regress and maybe hold off a bit? I think that that's probably more likely. There will still be some tours that will proceed, like, especially in the South. Um, But I think... This is, like, the only tour that has gotten in, like, in the sweet spot of, like, hey, you're not, a, you don't have to incur those costs. So like, maybe the, maybe the government will step in and say, like, hey, if you're going to tour, you need to have this and this and this, which will jack up the price of production.
2: But I think we're also at a crossroads right now, like, where it'll it'll work if more bands start saying you have to be vaccinated if you're coming to the show or you have to provide a negative covid test and everyone has to wear masks. Well,
3: speaking of crossroads, don't mention that to Eric Clapton yeah. cuz fuck it, Clapton. He'll be a, a little bitch about it. <laughs> Do we talk about that ever
0: on the podcast? No. No. We've talked about him and shitty before. Yeah. But Eric Clapton yeah. sucks. He's just like, generally been shitty his entire life. That so. dude's racist and is like had a horrible, not just like a little racist either. He's like openly racist and he's yeah. like I am racist. Yeah. yeah. He's he, proud of it.
3: He's the fucking worst, but and if you are one of those people who don't know anything about Clapton, like he, he sucks. Do a little research and you'll find out he sucks. I understand. He's like super influential and all that, but like, don't go see him. But he has stated, this isn't in the notes, but he has stated that he won't play any show that requires uh, proof of vaccination or requires you to be vaccinated. Cause he feels that that is segregation.
0: What an idiot. Also, he's probably vaccinated. He is. So he got vaccinated. He's just like all those people on Fox News being like, "Don't get
3: vaccinated, except I am." Yeah. So he's not advocating you shouldn't get vaccinated. Apparently, Uh, that being said, is he got vaccinated, and apparently his arm got so sore that he thought he was never going to play. He he genuinely said, "I thought I may never play guitar again." I was like, "Oh man, fucking, I wish." Yeah. Get get (laughs) fucked, Eric Clapton. Uh,
2: I mean, I even if it was a severe reaction. I don't think that's the answer. Is to say, like, I'm not playing any shows. Yeah, I don't know. That's
3: he said he won't play at any venue that has done that, and well, he cool. also I did. Guess
2: he's retired now, right?
3: Yeah, hopefully. Him and Van Morrison released one of those anti-lockdown songs, yeah. so yeah, I'm not shocked.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> is anybody uh, a fan of the Offspring? I was or growing. Do you up. like to keep those separated? Oh my God. That was a good one. Not really. (laughs) I liked it. That was a good one. That That high five. That was crispy. (laughs) So, uh, the offspring's drummer. I don't know how exactly to phrase this because even the drummer put this, uh, strangely, he's not going on the tour, but he said like, I can't tell if he's left the band. He was asked to leave the band. I don't know. He's out of the band. The drummer is out of the band of the offspring and it, is because he is unvaccinated. He is the one who put this out, the drummer, not the band. And he said, hey, uh, the band has made it clear to me, uh, paraphrasing here, obviously, uh, but made it clear that they're uncomfortable with me because I'm, I've talked to my doctor and my doctor says, oh, maybe you should uh, consider not getting the vaccine because you've had bad reactions and you've had COVID before, so you're probably fine. And he decided not to get the vaccine and the band just said, cool. Cool. Uh, we're not comfortable rehearsing or playing with you. So, uh, yeah. That's, and I'm guessing that was probably the band saying, like, hey, our way or the highway in the sense of, like, go get vaccinated, dude. We don't want to kick you out because I think he's been in the band since, like, 2008 or something. Yeah, I think
2: he's the longest standing drummer. Yeah. But they've had a lot of trouble with drummers. He had uh, – is it Gillian Barr syndrome? Have you guys ever heard of that?
3: I have not. No. It's
2: a neurological thing that affects, like, your bones at any time uh, – he's had it since he was a kid. So that's why the doctor was like, you not like you shouldn't get it because you've already had it. And I'm sure you're fine. He was like, you can't get the vaccine. Okay. And so he was like, very unfortunately, I'm not going to be touring and I have no ill feelings. I just, uh, in his statement, he did say that he wishes Let me get to the end of it here. He said, I hope we can learn to make room for all the perspectives and fears that are happening currently. Let's avoid the unfortunate tendency to dominate, dehumanize, and shout down at each other. The hesitant population is not a monolithic group, and all voices deserve to be heard.
1: He's not a hesitant pop. He's not part of the hesitant population.
0: (laughs) It's weird that he's counting himself in that group.
1: Yeah, that's that's actually... Because it sounds
2: like he wouldn't be, other than
0: his doctor telling him, hey, we we probably shouldn't do this. If his
2: doctor was like, you can get vaccinated, he'd be like, cool, I'm going to do it.
0: Yeah, it's not exactly the same thing at all. Yeah.
2: And I get advocating for the right to make personal choices. What I'm what I'm not on board with is avoiding getting a, a very well tested vaccine because of your freedom and no other reason.
3: And your freedom is now affecting other people's freedom. Exactly. Yeah. That's I. Which I, I, I hate go I hate saying that. I'm yeah. not the type of person to say that, but that is what it is at this point. Is yeah. like, oh, your choice is now completely affecting my life, and that sucks.
2: I saw someone. Uh, uh, it was on a conservative subreddit, which oh, is unfortunate.
3: Dave, always on his conservative. <laughs> Dave no, it loves just, it was 4chan. On, it
2: was on the main page. But it said, um, it was like, if your vaccine isn't, vaccine isn't even protecting you, why should I get it? And it's like, how do you not see that if, if more people got vaccinated, we wouldn't be in this mess?
3: Well, it met, wouldn't be a meth fucking is hard problem. hard for some people. Yeah. yeah. Meth is hard for those people.
1: Meth isn't, though. Yeah.
3: No, sorry. <laughs> um <laughs> So as we're seeing more and more ongoing tours are, uh, starting to require vaccinations and masks, uh, two of which that I've seen this week are, uh, the mountain goats and then also, uh, Japanese breakfast, Japanese breakfast being the most prominent one that has gotten shared around
2: and Jason Isbell.
3: Okay. So a lot of, I mean, like you're seeing this and, and even at local shows, uh, I went to one on Friday, like everyone was wearing a mask except for the bands, um and it basically the Japanese breakfast one is the one that I was referring to that if you look at the comments so Japanese breakfast announced hey they're in the middle of a tour right now like they announced this in the middle of their tour they basically said hey uh, going forward all the shows you have to wear a mask you have to prove that you've been vaccinated or you need to have a like a negative uh, test within 48 hours of the show those are the stipulations of coming to the show and I basically she said, uh, we're working with all the venues to figure this out. Uh, there are some places like Texas, I believe she said in Texas, it's illegal, uh, to require this kind of stuff. So we're working on that. So, um, I expected it, the, the comments to be like, well, how do I get my money back? Or like, this is fucked like, blah, blah, blah. And like, it must be her fan base, but like, it was surprisingly civil, surprisingly receptive. And I was just like, cool, this is awesome. This is the show I would be comfortable to go to. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah same with Jason Isbell's stuff. When he released it, on. Uh, some people were fighting back on Twitter because it's Twitter. Mm-hmm. But one artist who I guess used to be kind of popular in the country scene was like, oh, I used to respect you, Mr. Isbell, but if I have to have... Uh, people show proof of vaccination to play the troubadour. I'd rather not play it. And Jason Isbell's bass player res- replied to it and said, with all due respect, or, or it wasn't even with all due respect. It was like, with no respect, you're not even good enough to play the troubadour anymore. So <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about it. <laughs> and Jason Isbell commented back to him and was like, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't think you're, I knew, I didn't think you were a good songwriter, but now I think you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love when, when you spend a year being very careful and trying to not stir the, stir the pot and we just did our own we did our shit like take let's take care of ourselves and you know let the other people be crazy but now i'm starting to see a shift where people more and more that are on the side of get vaccinated and you know we were safe for a year now we have a solution we're more likely now to go like oh go fuck yourself shut the fuck up yeah so it's nice to see artists finally doing that
3: um so talking about this, I, I love, like, I, I really like Japanese breakfast, but I, I wouldn't say that I would uh, brave a pandemic to go see Japanese breakfast right now. The Mountain Goats, on the other hand, that's one of my favorite bands, and, like, over 2020, that was a band that was, like, comfort food for me, and I'm not saying I would brave a pandemic to go see them, but I would be more likely to. I know most of us, if not all of us, have tickets to shows, and I you don't have to name bands... Uh, in your examples, but w- do you guys think like, and Hagen, you can start this. Cause I have a pretty good idea of one of the bands you're going to see that. I think I know your answer. If you had to go to the show and wear a mask, would you still go? And like, what would be your feelings on that?
1: Uh, I'm already, well, I mean, I'm already planning on going to the show, wearing a mask, and finding the deepest, darkest corner I can go into and not talk to anyone and, like, just get away from as many people as I possibly can.
3: There will be no women at that show, so you could just (laughs) hang out near the women's restroom. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'll be there, too. Yeah. Let's hang out at the women's restroom. Great. Wow. (laughs) Well, now now it sounds weird. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, I'll do whatever, man. I'll I'll show my vaccination card. I I will wear a mask. I'll get a rapid test to walk in. I don't give a fuck. What I'm tired of is I'm as I'm tired of fighting, and yeah. I'm not going to fight anymore. Like I'm I I don't want to tell people to wear a mask anymore because they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it, especially here in Texas.
0: Yeah, we're we're so far into this that if they were going to do that, they would have done that last year.
1: Exactly. Like 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 we were saying before we started recording, it's like it's not going to change. Like where we are right now in Texas, especially, it's like weird. Like businesses might do more stuff, but in reality, I mean, people aren't going to suddenly. Make a shift. Uh, it's we're gonna be stuck like this for a while. So I'm tired of fighting, but like I mean, I'll do whatever I have to to continue to live my life.
3: Yeah, and so that's what I figured your answer was gonna be. But I'm curious, how do you feel about that? Like having to wear a ma- like I, oh, I wore I a mask at the local show and like just for one set. I mean, of course, and it was a hot basement. But that was, being said, I was just like, I,
1: I it was always, it I was care. always
0: gonna be really shitty because it's hot anyway. Yeah, but that made it, that definitely made it worse. I, but, yeah. you
1: know, that, it, yeah, it's annoying, but like, uh, I mean, I've, I've worn a mask while playing drums for three hours. Yeah. So, like, it, yeah, it's, it sucks, but it's also like, I mean, what's the, what's the trade off? Do I get to yeah. see my favorite band play for two hours straight and play one of my favorite records of their, stri- like, straight through and wear a mask the whole time? Or, or like, I, I don't know. That, that seems pretty okay to me. Like, well, yeah, it tur- turns
0: out you're an adult, so you're fine with that.
1: Well, also... also, <laughs> uh, you uh, can't like,
0: say for a lot of people in Texas.
1: It <laughs> turns out I'm an adult who can make my own choices. Like most people, they they make their own choices. But um, my choices are informed correctly and, 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 not, are... and not affecting anyone else. Exactly, yeah. yeah.
3: So, Dave, what about you? Any of the t- shows that you have tickets for? No. Uh,
2: the The one show that I'm super excited for. Um I think that they're going to start, they're either going to cancel the tour or require the same things as some of these artists we just mentioned. Yeah, And I'm totally cool to go to that show and wear a mask.
3: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm 50, 50. I have a couple, I think I have three uh tickets currently and there, there's one of them that I'm really hesitant about because it's a sold out show and a smaller venue and it's, not that the band's rowdy, but it's the type of music where everyone's going to be squished up together, and right. it's just... And I don't blame people for that. Like, after being cooped up for so long, it is going to be difficult, but that's the one that I... Like, and it pains me, because I don't want them to cancel their tour, and I don't want to miss it, but that's the one where I'm like, I don't see a way I could not be, like, even with a mask, and you're squished up like a sardine, that's still bad, so... Yes. Wait, why are we
2: not mentioning the bands that we're going to see?
3: I don't know. I don't want to call out bands because I don't think it's the band's fault.
2: No, of course not.
3: I, um, and I, I don't want it, well, if, if I were to like, call out a specific band and someone said, oh, well, Jackson said don't go see uh, oh, this okay. band. I, I don't want to. Do yeah. That,
0: especially you know. in, in Texas, too, where our governor has gone out of his way to not allow other people to make their own decisions. So fighting the with band, the
3: fucking school boards.
0: Right. Well, and yeah, you know, party of small government. But here we are. But they're they're not letting bands and venues decide their own rules about masks, for example. So even if a band wanted to enforce masks in Texas, at least they're not going to be able to
2: legally. That's why a lot of big artists are not coming to Texas, right? Or
0: or they're going to say, "Fuck it, I don't care." We'll take a lawsuit and we'll probably win. Yeah.
1: Well, and and like a really cool bonus of everyone wearing masks, aside from safety, is that now when everyone sings along, it's a lot quieter, and I can actually (laughs) hear the fucking band. I did see. I saw some photos of. (laughs) they sing louder so it's just all voice cracks is all you hear
3: (laughs) yeah i did see uh some videos of mountain goat shows and mountain goats are one of those fan bases where it's like they know all the lyrics and they don't shut up the whole thing and it's fun when you're part of that but like it can suck during your favorite song um but yeah it, it i did notice that in the the like little uh snapchat videos of people and i was just like this is fucking hilarious yeah, yeah it's I funny
0: mean, i'm cool with it though
3: adam do you, you i don't have, have, any have tickets? i don't have any
0: tickets to anything um i wouldn't be opposed to going to a show if it's outdoors at all i think i'd be fine yeah uh masks wouldn't be a problem like for me to wear if, or if it was required if we lived in a civilized state <laughs> um we do know. but i don't have any plans on going to anything anytime soon at least so yeah, the only time not for any real like reason either. It's just I haven't seen a tour. Right. Where I'm like I have to go right. to that. So
2: I think the first couple of shows I played with the mask on, I was like, this isn't what I'm used to, and it was whatever. But I got over it real quick. And then the the session that Moniker did at the at the studio was like that that sucked because <laughs> I was it was really hot in that room.
3: Yeah, that's how it was. Like, I, I found myself... Yeah, let, at, let us tell you about the, the basement we were in that was real hot. Yeah, yeah, I found myself at that basement show just, like, halfway through. No, I, so we were seeing Fishboys. Pretty,
0: pretty much every 20 minutes, we, were, you and I, at least, were both kind of like... I could tell we were both thinking, like, it's time to leave. Like,
3: and it's hot. So the way Fishboy's um, sets work is he plays the album that he is, you know, promoting all the way through. Yeah. And so we... I knew where we were in the set and I was like, all right, we got two more songs left. And like, I felt the back of my neck, I was sweating. And it's like, I think I'm going to go upstairs for a little bit. And I know that that was compounded by the fact that I had that mask on and it what? just made me think more
1: about it.
0: He, he also does take breaks during the songs to kind of explain things of the story, which I appreciate,
1: but that adds to the, the total runtime that we're
0: down there in that basement.
1: Yeah. But this, but these are just like, I mean, like the, the annoyances of wearing a mask, I think that they're only as bad now because we've done our work. Well, right?
0: it's also, I think it's that not everybody in that audience was wearing a mask. So I was like, well, uh, screw everybody else. I, like,
1: I heard stories about some stuff that happened yeah. down there that I was like, Ey
2: well yeah and like you're saying hey because we've done the work yeah it's not it's not that big of a deal but it's also frustrating because it's like why the fuck are we still in this mess well,
0: yeah. why, why are we the ones still doing still
2: that?
1: yeah we're the ones doing that are going to do it when yeah. everyone else is going to continue to not do it that's yeah. why i was saying earlier it's not going to change like no. we're going to be we're just going to be sitting here just like and it was awesome. just also
3: annoying is like i saw people in that crowd that i know aren't really for the mass you know like punk crowd people who like they know me they looked at me and they're like hey good to see you and like looked at me side-eyed because i had a mask on
1: and no one else did and i was like i don't give a fuck dude weirdest thing happened to me at, my, at one of my gigs this weekend person loads into the show no mask no mask the entire time is talking to a bunch of us with masks and then uh leaves and we all put our hand out to like handshake and he's like oh no fist bump i'm like oh, what <laughs> <laughs>
0: what <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm glad they're doing something, but they're doing oh, they're it's the, the wrong zing. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're still living in the time where we're like, we don't know anything about this disease. We, it might be spread by surfaces. Like yeah. <laughs> I forgot to mention So they're that. living in like February 2020. Well,
1: and, 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 and maybe the person is like a, a, like a germaphobe legitimately <laughs> or whatever, but I was just like, But also like, you know the oh. person,
0: then you can probably tell us that. They're probably not.
1: I'm so confused. Yeah, it was very strange.
3: I forgot to mention probably the most important cancellation is Limp Biscuit has canceled all their forthgoing... Shows because of COVID concerns, it is insane to me that Fred Durst and Limp Biscuit in this whatever reality we are are the fucking sane people. There was a TikTok I watched. Did you guys see this? Of no, we no, don't watch TikTok.
2: TikTok. <laughs> you're our TikTok ambassador.
3: Yeah, you're our okay. person. There's a TikTok of this guy who went to a Limp Biscuit show. He said, "I'm not really a fan, but the tickets were free, so I went." And he said. It was pretty insane. Fred Durst, during one part of the show where it was an instrumental, uh, was running side to side on the sa- stage saying, who's vaccinated? And then ran to the other side, who's vaccinated? And then started <laughs> spewing, like, everyone needs to get vaccinated. This is how we're going to get moved forward in the future. And then also if you guys didn't see it he played at lollapalooza and like you couldn't be at lollapalooza if you weren't vaccinated like they had a really rigorous system uh which is my next thing of like how did lollapalooza happen and while we're seeing all this stuff canceled and fred durst was one of those guys who apparently was like the most stringent at this festival and it's just like what fucking world are we in they're
2: in that sweet spot where they might actually be getting financially hurt yeah, no, they're, they're, they're a big enough band well, where they, they have the lifestyle if they if they're if everything's normal, but if they're canceling tours, they might be getting dude, pretty fucked.
1: And and like the the part that that really like because I, I was about to go to this tour, I almost went to to Austin to go see them because Spirit Box is opening for them, and Spirit Box is like this metal band I've mentioned probably before, and they have uh, a female vocalist, and they are just they're, they're writing some of the coolest shit in metal right now. They have never toured fully in the U.S. ever. So this is their not only their first tour in the U.S., but it's, uh, it's like, also, like, the, they're touring their first album. It's really cool. It's really exciting. And then suddenly, nothing.
3: Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. It's just, like, and also, like, Fred Durst looks
1: pretty cool right now. Fred Durst looks real He's, cool
2: right now. He kind of looks like Hunter S. Thompson.
3: Yeah. And Hunter S. Thompson is, is cool That's as a good fuck. Look. And
1: what's yeah. the what's the guitar player's name? He West, looks, he looks West cool. Borland. He looks cool as hell right now too. It's just
3: <laughs> like, man, how am I like? How do I have penis envy for fucking Fred Durst right now? How did that happen?
2: <laughs> and he got the George Bush treatment where he like stopped George Bush stop being president. Everybody hated him, and now everybody's like, ah, it's just George being George.
3: I don't think Fred Durst ever did any uh, you know war, any crimes. war crimes. No. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Say. I hate if, how. If he did, that's news to us. I hate how George W. Bush tried to rebrand himself as an artist, and it's like, nah, war crimes, you bitch. <laughs> he's a funny, funny old man who paints. You senile old man. <laughs> um, so, all that being said, how did Lollapalooza happen? Did Hagen? Didn't you know about this? Somebody knew about this. In yeah, this they crowd.
2: they they made sure you had to be vaccinated, or you had to uh, you had to provide. I think it was like forty eight hours, <clears throat> a negative test. And they encouraged masks.
3: And didn't the governor like like I saw photos of it, and I was just like, oh man, this gives me anxiety just thinking of this many people in like Chicago and like yeah. right now. The,
2: the governor said that they were thinking about shutting it down, but then they met with the owners of the festival, and they saw the protocols that they're. Harry Farrell. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say, isn't that He's like,
1: yeah, it's gonna be great. And they're like, okay. Harry says. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: But um, they, they, the governor was like, yeah, we met with them and saw their protocol that they have in place. And we think it's going to work. And uh, if you were there for four days, even if you were vaccinated, I think you got tested like three times. They continued testing and they were making sure that everybody was being safe. I don't like – that's not the festival I would have assumed
0: would be doing everything right. No. No.
3: And like so, like imagine well, like, going. To them, though. Imagine good. going to a festival you're super excited for, and then they jam a fucking cotton swab up your nose, and then not just once. Yeah, and that's the type of thing that I'd be so pissed that I'd be like, I'm going to see fucking Limp biscuit and I'm gonna fucking rage even <laughs> harder now that you just did that, motherfucker. So,
1: but yeah. th-
2: the funny thing is, uh, they they're, they're obviously people are tracking the festival because it's the same thing they do with all these festivals now, and there has been no significant uptick in COVID cases since the festival. And they did mention that it's hard to trace because a lot of people came in from out of town, but even still. Right, but they'd still notice something with everybody who worked there and lived there. Yeah, like after Sturgis last year, it was like, oh, there's a huge. I mean, it essentially was a super spreader event, but so far this hasn't been. Hmm. Crazy. And Demi Lovato was was critical of it. She said that, uh, she said, come on, she posted a picture of the crowd and said, come on, y'all, there's still a pandemic happening. And then six days later, she joined uh, all time low on stage in Anaheim. Uh, with a nine thousand person audience and did not the, the the festival did not require proof of vaccination so it's like these celebrities are just being super performative
3: yeah that makes sense <laughs> any other things we want to talk about of uh all these updates COVID updates oh
1: can we just can we just all just say uh, uh all together get vaccinated can we all do that you, you can we all count us on, down on... Uh, On three, all right? I'm going to go one, two, three, and then we say it, all right? So what
2: would be beat four? We start?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) One, two, three. Get What'd you guys say?
2: We all said wrestle with Jimmy. What did you say? I said
1: get Jimmy. Yeah.
2: I said the right thing.
1: I said (laughs) wrestle the vaccines. I thought you said you can't said
3: trick me vaccinated. to see a Suicide Squad again. You can't do it I again. Said get I said it. It's a different movie. I it's, thought it was totally a a different. A video, video I you're going to show it. me of like six
2: people.
0: Hey, I'm going to
1: so watch it. that movie later tonight, guys. Shut up.
3: It's totally different. Not it's the a same different thing. movie. James Gunn's uh, cool, right? Uh, don't he, people he, like he James He is cool, Gunn? yeah, but it's the same movie. Do you guys know what Trevor Moore's last tweet was? Trevor Moore from Whitest Kids You Know passed away, and that has been the thing that has hit me the hardest. I love that show. So much. I loved it so much, I saw Miss March in theaters. (laughs) In an empty theater. Yeah. His last tweet was, James Gunn and Martin Scorsese should just fuck already. (laughs) Rest in peace to a god. An absolute god. Hashtag don't break my butt. Hashtag he's breaking my butt. So, you guys know the The guy that I said dude uh the actual human adult not a baby <laughs>
2: do you know the baby? You know baby do you know the baby?
3: baby the guy that i said was <laughs> my favorite performance at this year's grammys
1: oh you know what's you know what's fascinating yeah, about you, before you this that now? a lot no. of a lot of people before like even kind of while this was coming out because this is like a slow thing that you're about to talk about like how much it like came out um a lot of people were like yo, he's saving Dua Lipa's career. Like, he's... Weird. <laughs> like, talking about how whenever he's featured on a song, it, like, makes it a hit. And I'm like, oh, all right, let's get ready for this one. Go ahead, Jackson.
3: So I, I have just, like, a, I summarized it because there's a ton of, like, this was a cascading of events. Much like the uh, Kanye situation we're going to end uh, this episode with. He doesn't give a fuck. Yes. Uh, so baby was at a festival and i believe it was florida so of course he said that you must like get go through a wall in florida no yeah like, as soon as soon as you get homophobic. off the plane yeah
0: as soon as you get to the plane you go through the uh what is this? racism and homophobia <laughs> yeah. filter
3: oh, yeah. oh i'm feeling homophobic <laughs> you roll a d20 and if you get a one it's like ah you're homophobic if you get a 20 it's like cool you're going to disney world <laughs> have fun
1: what, what what do i have to roll to meet oj
3: <laughs> oh man i don't know man uh, you hear he's trying to. He won't go to LA because he's to scared say. to see his, the the killer. <laughs> That's so funny. What?
1: He won't. He's afraid. Sorry. He yeah, I have questions. now. Yeah. He won't travel to LA because he's afraid he'll run into the actual killer. And then in that same quote, he talks about how he he has his suspicions on who it is, and only his lawyer knows, but he can't say because of legal reasons. Right. So because yeah, yeah, it's him. Yeah.
2: He's gonna see himself in a mirror.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, back.
1: The, to, the killer's name is Joe, <laughs> OJ backwards.
3: <laughs> So back to Debaby. He's at a festival. Samson. He is <laughs> sorry. Sorry, <Josh>. Joe Sampson.
0: <laughs> sorry, you're talking about uh homophobia?
3: The coffee. De played a festival in in uh in Florida and he said I'm not gonna repeat what he said, but uh, along the lines of like He was being extremely homophobic and saying, like, "Uh, if you are gay, if you're a gay guy, I don't like don't participate in this next song. If you are a gay guy who has AIDS, go die in two days. Like he said, like really extreme stuff. Not even like
2: if you're performing a fellatio in in the parking lot before my show.
3: Yeah. Like he basically not even like a, oh. Man, he didn't know that was homophobic. Yeah, there's, like, it, there's it not, is not a way to brazen. explain
0: it because he was very blatantly being like, no, if you're gay, you need to leave and die. So I'm going to run,
3: run through the string of events here. Says homophobic thing on stage. Almost immediately does not apologize and doubles down on social media. And then he begins to, he's being disowned by collaborators. And then here's the real kicker. He starts getting dropped off of festivals. When he's getting disowned by collaborators, he didn't give a shit. He starts calling them out and fighting with them, including Dua Lipa. As you do. And I think Megan the Stallion, but like he, he's fighting with these people. Uh, and then he starts getting dropped from festivals, like left and right. And that's when, one of which was uh, Lollapalooza, where he got dropped three hours before he was supposed to play. So like. I love this idea of him sitting in the green room, and they're like, "Um, hey, uh, Mister De uh, y- you can't play, but uh, you enjoy the festival." Man, okay,
1: someone, someone should have walked in and go, "Okay, De Baby, <laughs> you said a very bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, you said very bad words, and you now have to go and time out." <laughs>
3: so then, after he gets dropped, he sees his the bottom line starts getting affected. He apologizes on Instagram. It's it's not a great apology. He basically says he starts blaming. Wow, things move so swift nowadays in the culture that we have that uh, you know I didn't even have time to learn or like try to learn from my mistakes. Uh, But uh, I'm very sorry to the people. Uh, I'm very sorry that festivals have started dropping me today. Today he deleted that. He deleted that uh, Instagram post. So. And here's the thing is we we need to call things out like this. The baby's going to be fine. He's going to have a career. It's not really going to affect him. Uh, Like he's going to still have a career. But that being said, this needs to all come out. And like, you know, it'd be nice if, you know, he actually felt bad and would learn. But like deleting that, I mean, that just shows he, he's like, oh, well, I tried to make it better and they still wouldn't let me play. So fuck them.
2: One of his things he was saying was that, Um, he said he was the best live performer and he's a live show killer. But also he was saying that like these, my live shows are meant to be for the people in the audience. And it's like, you can't unless you're like Dave Chappelle and some of those comedians that are putting phones in, in Ziploc bags so that you can't have them during the show if you allow people to have phones at your show, then it's not for just the audience anymore. We live in a right. different age. It also it's a different time. It doesn't give you a also free pass to say whatever no, the you want. No, of course it doesn't. I can see why comedians might do that, because in some cases they're trying out new material. They don't want to be... Right. They're aware of the and fact that they can get canceled because comedians do push the line.
0: Yeah, they're they're saying things that might be intended to be funny, even if it doesn't work that way. Yeah. But they don't want to deal with you know their like, failed first time doing a joke on stage, for example. But this is not a joke. This was him just blatantly being homophobic yeah
2: he he was saying that his fans are not uh the nasty gays and he was saying he said even my gay fans don't got fucking aids uh jesus they don't get better if he says that right well this is the thing he said my my gay fans they take care of themselves they ain't going for that uh they ain't no junkies they have class (laughs) he said when they go to a hotel they get a five-star room (laughs) it's like what are you talking about
3: (laughs) Jesus.
2: Stop how out of talking. touch are you with your fans yeah. he
3: sounds like donald yeah. trump just Jesus. like rambling like oh, blah 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 blah
1: blah 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 yeah. blah, blah and he tried to say and that look at this graph
2: <laughs> he tried to say that at the show there was a, uh, a a gay person with a crop top up front singing all the lyrics and they were singing back and forth and it's like man stop not you're just yeah. making it worse yeah
3: so uh fuck a
2: baby
1: yeah, that's like that's the whole that's Turn, the...
2: turns out. Oh, that's the only time oh. that it's acceptable to say that sentence.
1: Sorry, it's, but bad, also you might be the lawyer. A uh, bad audio
0: clip that you don't want out there right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, not really. What, it's, it's one of those things. It's like you can't. It's basically saying like I have a gay friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I
2: can say that I have a gay friend.
1: Yeah, yeah. But we all have a gay friend,
3: so we can. Yeah, we get yeah. it. Yeah, we all get it in the room. Dave, you want to give us a little uh little shot of adrenaline before I talk about. Kanye West?
2: Are we doing Dave's Death Corner right
3: now? Yeah. I feel like we should do that and then end on a high note.
2: Um, Joey Jordison, uh, his birth name is Nathan Jonas Jordison, passed away on July 26th at the young age of 46. Uh, All we know is that he was suffering from this sort of disease that almost left him paralyzed, but he put a lot of work in to get it corrected and became not paralyzed. And uh, he passed in his sleep, apparently. Yeah. That's all we know.
3: Yeah. And I know that's hard for hanging him because like, it, it, we didn't mention it. Joey Jordanson is the original drummer of Slipknot. Like, yeah. He's the guy when you see those videos. Uh, and one of the fucking, co-founders. The drum riser coming up and it starts circling around. He also was, if I'm not mistaken, was a huge part of the songwriting. Mm-hmm. And I would argue, like, after he left, the songwriting has changed a lot. And, uh, you know you have to wonder, oh, is that partly,
1: you know, he's gone. It, uh, it, w- it was him and, and, and Paul Gray because he, yeah. he, he he did one more album um, and then left after Paul Gray passed. So uh, who was their original bass player? Um, but yeah, that, that was definitely, a, that's one of the only like musician deaths that I've like actually like really felt uh, just because that was a really important band for me at a lot of points in my life. And in terms of like metal drumming, Um, I would say just drumming in general of the past like 20 years almost um, uh, yeah 20 years Um, like more important than Metallica could ever be more important than like a lot of that shit could ever possibly be and the one the one thing that I I had a friend say is he was like yeah what he did was really really great. His drum sounds were bad, but he played really well. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's that's totally true, but like, that's fair. Know, that, that, but that's not the that, that's so rarely the point. Like, it, it just goes to show like your sounds, your tone, if you're playing as the that like, you're playing as the important part.
2: Well, and not only that, it's it's that his drum sounds were not traditional. Yeah, but they were st- and very he was signature. battling
3: sonically yeah. with two fucking trash can players. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, so I right. don't I don't think yeah, that it was necessarily
2: bad it's just not your taste yeah because yeah. i love his drum sounds
3: yeah he's super important as an elementary school kid when i got into metal and like slipknot being like one of the first metal bands i heard i only knew two drummers and that was uh mike portnoy like by name yeah. and yeah. joey Jordanson. like as a kid i was just like these people yeah.
1: are insane yeah yeah, yeah. and joey 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 was insane and he will still i'm sure he'll forever be on those like top 10 drummers of all time lists which I don't like those lists, but he's he's he is great. He's so important, so influ- so influential.
2: And speaking of top ten lists, this bass player often doesn't make the list, but should. Uh, Dusty Hill from ZZ Top, uh, his birth name was Joe Michael Hill. He passed away on July twenty eighth, and he was seventy two. He was in the band for over fifty years. I
3: fully expected that, the... that that meant that the band was over. Yeah, yeah. Was
2: the, that's like the longest running longest running lineup of any. Band at this point, Aside right? Aside from like, the Rolling Stones,
0: very yeah, it's very close to the yeah. only one. So. Well,
2: actually, the longest running original lineup, maybe, probably. Well, so yeah.
3: the band is continuing. Yeah, they are. because they're with they're, their because uh, he like uh, he had to he, he go off tour on all tours for like a them. knee surgery or yeah. something yeah. like that.
2: He also had some sort of uh condition that prevented yeah, him. From Seventy playing. something. Well, even before that, but um he was replaced by Elwood <laughs> Francis, who was their guitar tech. And a quote from Billy Gibbons is, Dusty emphatically grabbed my arm and said, give Elwood the bottom end and take it to the top. He meant it, amigo. He really did.
3: Was there a notary there? Because uh, <laughs> I don't know if I believe that.
2: You think Billy Gibbons would lie about that?
3: Maybe. I mean, he's an old man from Texas. I don't trust any like, of those Dusty types. Hill like passes away, and Billy grabs his arm and <laughs> oh. <laughs> rigor mortis. Oh. Sets
1: him. oh, my God. Okay, it was very uh, emphatic. All right.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, rest in peace to those two actual legends. I mean, yes, like, we real, say yes. that, but, like, we really mean it. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Kanye. Kanye was supposed to release an album, Donda. Not just once. Donda? Twice.
2: Donda? I've been saying Donda.
3: Yeah, I guess it is Donda. That's the first time I've said it out loud. So uh, when we recorded those two episodes back-to-back, as soon as we stopped, mm-hmm. I opened up my phone and it said, Kanye's releasing an album on Friday. And I was like, Fuck. We should have mentioned that, and then guess what? Turns out it didn't matter. In true Kanye fashion, he had a listening party for the album, mm-hmm.
0: and then not just a listening party like in person. This was like live streamed on Apple Music.
3: Yeah, no, I, I know the first this, one, the I... first
0: one, and the second one. Oh wow, I know this because I went to go see if a new episode of Ted Lasso was out when the first episode or the first uh, live stream live stream was going to happen, <laughs> and instead I saw all these promotions for Kanye's doing a thing, and I was like. Was All right. The, I, I got to see what this is going to be because I imagine it's just him sitting in a room and they're going to play the, the music. Th- it was worse. It was him walking around staring at people in the crowd while they played what sounded like demo
2: tracks.
3: Yeah. It was at the it's at the Mercedes Benz auditorium or arena stadium in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Yeah. In Atlanta. And which,
2: which he's locked himself in. Which he has so since moved into. It is so funny.
3: It is so weird. funny that he's done that. He So he did this uh, live stream and then basically, like, the week of. Like he did it on like a Tuesday or something like that. And then it was like, it's coming out Friday. Thursday. And he said, it's coming out Friday. I was trying to watch Ted Lasso. I was (laughs) trying to watch Ted Lasso. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, it's coming out Friday. And then lo and behold, like fucking Kanye, it did not come out Friday. And then like, it was just like radio silence. And then they were saying, like, oh, it's going to come out August 6th. And they had another live stream. They had another live stream. And between these two things, Kanye fucking said, I'm staying here, and like, just like, yeah, because he called De Baby
2: and was like, "De Baby, what should I do?" And De Baby was like, "Just
3: stay, down. <laughs> so he locked, no, in, like, he in, literally in he converted, what? he converted a locker room.
2: Yeah, he
0: he's paying supposedly like a million dollars a day to be there, to like rent space from them from it, like a stadium where there's actual like games happening For and what? events. He converted a locker room he's to recording. a studio. Yeah, yeah. Like a and fucking Have you seen, idiot. Have you seen that meme he, of the? He also live streamed before their second live stream listening thing. He live streamed him like sleeping in the room, recording things at the last minute. Yeah, The whole thing's weird. Like it's it's kind of like genius marketing, but it's also fucking dumb if you don't come out with anything.
3: Well, it's Kanye, so people were gonna listen to it, it's, and now it's just like this huge thing. It's like that band in the bubble thing that like did yeah, anybody yeah. ever watch that? And it's just like he's like doing band in the bubble, well, self imposed, and, and,
0: and he's also showing up to these live streams late, not just like oh he's half an hour late he showed up to the first one like three and a half hours late, which is how I f- happened to see it because I went on like 1045 <laughs> to see... So try 10 it so. <laughs> right. But this is like, instead, here's this live stream that started fucking four hours ago and he's still not performing, quote unquote. Uh, right. Yeah. Have you seen whole those... The thing is weird. The, the meme so of,
2: weird. of the guy that was, I think it's one of his engineers was in one of the locker rooms. Like It's like a bed in the corner of the back of the room and he's just sitting there and there's like an, a half unpacked suitcase and all the memes about like, you know, this is my, th- when a producer says, I'm a producer, come to my studio. It's like the producer's studio. It doesn't look like a they nice didn't dress setup. it up at all.
3: It looks like a fucking locker room. This is a man losing his fucking mind. And guess yeah, what? He's, he's
0: losing his mind in real time and we're all getting to watch it.
3: He's yeah. done this second uh, live stream and like people were like, it was supposed to come out August uh, 6th and uh and i I do have to say
0: since i watched some of that first one and heard basically demos i was like i have to go find this other one after it happened sounds better still doesn't sound like a real song but he changed some of the features he changed a lot of stuff he brought the weekend in to do some stuff nobody's asking you to
3: do this kanye it's gonna be on the album finish it release it shut up Gonna, just shut up.
0: It's going to be really genius. weird when he does, like, well, another third or fourth one. Or yeah. if he just maybe lives there for the rest of the year for all we know. Like,
1: <laughs> that's, I mean, that's. who knows? I, you, you don't understand genius. Because a lot of people are talking about, like, man – who could do this except for Kanye? He's just, he's the fucking goat, man. If anybody
2: any else did, other millionaire.
0: No. <laughs> if any other musician did this, we'd all be like, are they insane? Do we need hmm. to call no, no. somebody? If
1: the Foo Fighters did this, they would actually have turned the locker room into a legitimate studio. That's, yeah. that's, fair. <laughs> that's, fair. Yeah. that's fair. They, they, would've would've least, they would have bought another neoconsidy. Yeah. They, yeah. Would, call it, they yeah. would call it their garage. But, What's
3: yeah. going to happen <laughs> is he's going to release this. It's going to be like uh, Life of Pablo, where he releases. Uh, a quote-unquote finished version and then changes it like eight fucking times yeah and it's just like man it (laughs) must be (laughs) exhausting being a kanye fan
1: sorry man that's not (laughs) Ah, today's
2: episode is brought to you by ranch water spicy
1: man it is it is good but as soon as you take a sip it's just instantly in your nose oh god so if anybody wants it all it's
3: gonna take is one request and we'll do it and we'll We'll live stream us watching the live streams and just do commentary. Both of them? Yep. Uh. The next one and the next
1: fucking eight. Do you know how to live stream? Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh.
0: No, they don't have that on TikTok.
3: (laughs) They do. Yes, they do. I didn't know that, so I didn't know that.
1: That's why I
2: didn't say anything.
3: (laughs) Nobody watches it, but they have it. That's That's, all I got.
1: That's how we can do that. That is it. Wow. Awesome. Very cool. You guys want to talk about what we're listening to? You said something about... Uh, you yeah, you are listening a, to keep it the secret. God people God people wouldn't like it. Was that what you were saying? Yeah, so I guess since I
3: have the microphone, uh, I've been We listening- all have a microphone. Yeah, we all have. Check. A- check. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestle with Jimmy. There it is. Yep. Um I've been listening to so Sargent House the record label has just been killer with their output with that Alexis Marshall album I talked about. Uh but uh this week I've been listening to uh, King Woman's um, Celestial Blues, which is what I would like to say is if Jeff Buckley had finished that second album, but Jeff Buckley was also super into like metal, like metal, and I was just like, man, I thought about uh, What's-His-Face, Matt Bellamy from Muse bought uh, Jeff Buckley's Telecaster, and I thought, I really wish this king woman had because it's a singer songwriter hmm. uh, and i wish she had the, that guitar because i was like i think she would do interesting shit with it as opposed to muse and i like muse so uh, i've been listening to that but uh, i've also been listening to from Sargent house records uh lingua ignota's new record which is sinner get ready which uh, you guys have to look at me do not listen to this album you all would hate it It is, like, Lingua Ignota is just fucking fascinating. I love the way she writes music. Uh, It's completely inaccessible. It is, like, classical music, and then, like, she'll do, like, spoken word on top of it, and this whole album is her, basically, it feels like maybe she was Christian at some point, and just her talking about it, and, like, just being completely at odds with it. There's a point where she, like, I think she is talking Uh, through the voice of God, and she's like yelling, saying like, kill him. This isn't a question. Just do it. And I was like, whoa, this is insane. And yeah, so that's what I've been listening to. It just makes you you want to listen to it. Yeah, it's crazy. I I don't think you'll like it at all, but like, and each song is like nine minutes long. Uh, Okay, you lost me. Yeah. (laughs) It's basically like, if you took um, Nick Cave's music, and then just put like really aggressive, like, just aggressiveness not that like oh i'm a punk from the 60s aggressive which is really weak now it like (laughs) like it is fucking insane
2: uh i've been listening to becca mancari's the greatest part record it came out in june of 2020 i I missed it i've never heard of this artist but uh it's really interesting and it's really cool and it was written with i think zach farrow from paramore oh it was like I think he produced it and they wrote it in like three months wrote it and recorded it in a short span of time but it's really interesting it's cool to hear uh some off the cuff stuff but i've also been watching this cool six-part series on apple tv called watch the sound that mark ronson did and is that just what is it it's um the f- for example the first episode is basically called autotune and it's about like okay. the history of autotune so it's like yeah, autotune they, they reverb. have
0: one more recently about like synthesizers right
2: yeah so it's autotune yeah. reverb synthesizers um but it's really cool and the reverb one there's a guy that just gets reverb from places all over the world like crazy areas and one of them was like an oil tanker that's like a thousand feet long hmm. and then mark said the evergreen the the
3: episode i don't know what it is that's the one that got stuck in the panama canal oh no, i don't know an absolute legend but, crippled uh, the world economy mark
2: ronson takes uh <laughs> the theme of the episode and writes a song on it so i've been listening to that soundtrack mm.
1: that's pretty cool um i've been listening to hotel tv by lawrence it's really good um it's uh it is soul really good. pop yeah um it's, i think it's their second full-length album just really catchy shit um but yeah, I would I would highly suggest everyone listen to this album if you just want like a super easy pop listen that has good music. I've
0: still been listening to Billy Eilish's new album, which I would encourage everybody to go check out and listen to. Our last episode about it, which yeah. was a deep dive. On it's a grower, first two albums, but yeah, it, it definitely is. The more you listen,
3: to- <laughs> that, that's we have to call Hagen out for that. Yeah, that's yeah, Hagen's for yeah, laughing. Yeah. None of us laughed
0: yeah that's
2: an album you listen to more and you uh you appreciate it more yeah that's a joke i would have made or you would have made and i would have laughed at that
1: man fuck i was not i was not ready for that to get me like that (laughs) i was not prepared uh good plug man that was a great plug everybody go listen
0: to that episode yeah it's you know it'd
3: be great if you listen to it
1: um i i forgot uh you
3: guys want another tiktok update (sighs) i I wrote this down so i wouldn't forget it um there olivia rodriga we all uh, have listened to her album sour it's it's really fun dave uh, is shaking his uh, every single like one it. of us dave... every single one of us listened to it and loved it <laughs> and it's uh, you know 30 minutes it's really easy to listen to um and she so of course she blew up on tiktok she blew up everywhere like uh, people in our age bracket of course like the tiktok fans are loving it that's where she blew up with driver's license so She announced a merch line, and you look at it, and it's, like, really cute stuff, really good. Good merch. Good-looking merch. She is the, like, model for the merch, so it gives a layer of credibility. This was announced in May, and so you could pre-order it in May. It just came this week, like, the first week of August, and it is absolute dog shit. (sighs) You have to look at these uh, TikTok videos. Basically, it's just, like, I won't go into the extreme detail, but, like, they'll have these crop top uh, tank tops, where uh, the uh, decal that is on the shirt is off-center just slightly, enough that you're like, yep, that's off-center, and it bugs me just that much. It doesn't look on purpose? Nope. And and if you can look at the pictures. And then also, it's a crop top, so you can see a little bit of stomach. The ones that came are basically like tall tees. (laughs) And people are just like, this isn't what I ordered at all. They have like bucket hats that say it's brutal out here. And they, people are saying, like, uh, it's a child's hat. Like, it does not fit on my head and I am just a teenage girl. Like, why doesn't this fit on my head? <laughs> Is it, uh, Does uh, Olivia
2: uh, Rodrigo have the same build as, like, Slender Man?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> no,
3: I'm sure that'd they, be really funny. But then I'm sure they
0: had really good samples of things, and then the label was like, let's go with the cheapest option. Yeah, uh,
3: so I got one more example, and then I, I'll tell you what I think happened. Uh, so they also had earrings that said Sour on both of them, like, little, like, those, um, like, charm earrings, and um, Wait, they, they were did they say Soul instead? They, they were, like, S-U-R-O yeah so I like it was Subaru, kind of <laughs> and like oh, one of them was spelled correctly and then the other one was wrong it's like how did you get one right and one wrong like <laughs> it's the same earring how did and how'd you do that you didn't need a different batch <laughs> just
0: think they made
1: millions of those this So is gonna like, yeah i mean i bet at some point like these th- are, gonna, those be are worth gonna be something collector <laughs> items
3: yeah. in 25 years what has happened uh the big theory is that you know they announced it in may and then uh they weren't expecting uh, as many orders as they Mm. got so instead of saying like hey we got this many orders it's going to be delayed or we just can't fulfill this uh they basically push forward with it and they probably went to a really cheap company and made calls that just weren't and here's the really funny thing is on twitter her merch team has a different twitter than her so people aren't attacking Olivia Rodrigo. They're like, yeah, she probably doesn't have to do with this. She probably approves a uh, different merch and Didn't actually, you know, know about this situation. Probably not. Uh, but they have like, uh, like they have a Twitter <laughs> that's called like Olivia Rodrigo merch team and they're getting fucking dragged through the mud and they only retweet because people are like saying like, Hey, what can we do about this? Is there any way we can correct this? And, um, they are only retweeting positive reviews and then people are going through
0: one single retweeted thing.
3: Exactly. And so like people are like, there's like maybe 10 heart reacts on that on Twitter. And then there's like 20,000 comments on it. It's just (laughs) like, yeah, you guys are fucking idiots. So that's my TikTok update. That's an actual interesting (sighs) one.
2: That's got to suck for an artist like her that's so big right now. Right, and you're not going to have, gonna have any a, control over that. Yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do as the artist. But it, hopefully she can handle the stress of that
3: well. She, she will be. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, I don't know about the stress, but, like, she'll be able to rebuttal from it. Her, no, of course. Her, from what I've seen, like, I have yet to seen any of these TikToks where, like, anyone is like, I'm fucking pissed at Olivia. It, it's yeah. just more of like... Oh, this really sucks. I paid forty dollars for this tank top, and it sucks. I, it's like, yeah. and some of it's not like, yeah, you could technically cut it. You shouldn't have to if you paid for this. No, but you could technically crop yeah. that. But there are some things where it's just like, oh, you can't do anything like that. Like they have a hoodie, a white hoodie, and it has a decal on it, and it's see through. So like, <laughs> and it's a woman's hoodie. So like, most women wear bras, and you can't wear this. You can't wear this hoodie. And I was just like, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. That's com- like that's <laughs> fucked. You need to give these people yeah. your money back.
0: Whatever that company was doing the merch should just never be allowed to do any merch again. Because that's yeah that's like the basics is like, oh, print things that are centered. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so if
3: you had a bad time listening to this episode, you can tweet us at Olivia Rodrigo merch team and we will get back to you as soon as possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> please do that. You also can email us at feedback at do the artist.com or what's the other new one. Fight fight. Fight. So thank you guys so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Like I just said, you can email us if you have any thoughts, suggestions, or if you had a bad time, let us know. We'll keep it up, man. Um, and uh, you can find us on social media and you can follow us there. Um, and if you haven't already, press the follow or subscribe button on your favorite podcast app that you're using right now. That really does help us out a lot. Um, uh, and if you haven't left a five star review on Apple Podcasts, if you're using that, that also helps us out. So thank you guys so much for being here. Can I? End Can we end this uh, together? Yeah, we got we're, it. We're gonna sing a song
3: together, okay? Well, we get. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday to you. you. So aggressive. Happy, Happy
1: birthday,
3: birthday, dear. You.
0: Wrestle yeah. with
1: Jimmy! <laughs>